Yeah, that's the intro we wanted to open with because something unbelievable happened in the She Believes Cup. It's a women's tournament and uh, the USA was playing New Zealand and the USA beat New Zealand by five goals to nil. But that is just half the story because there was a poor Michaela Moore who scored three own goals in that match. And it's a perfect hat-trick. She scored with her left, she scored with her right, and she scored scored with her head. But all in the wrong net, unfortunately. And she had to be subbed after 40 minutes. I've never seen anything like that in football. I've seen hat-tricks before, but not an own goal of hat-tricks. And that's what happened before. And before you start suspecting betting and syndicates and all of that, folks, have a look at the goals. Like It just was not her day. She was just unfortunate to be in that situation. You can't say that those goals uh, were deliberate. So unlucky Mikhaila there. Keep your head up high. Hopefully you'll bounce back in the second game. She does play for Liverpool also. I just thought I should mention that Liverpool women's side. So I don't know if it's got anything to do with, with the own goals. But hey, man, she will bounce back. This is sport. These things happen. And as I mentioned now, we've got our guest in the studio. It's been a long day for you, Nadine. And the Sheikhs, I saw you on SABC Sport this morning. But we are here to talk about the Rugby Sevens World Cup, which will be played here in South Africa in September. And um, welcome, both of you, firstly. Thank you for coming to SABC. Us on your show. Yeah, thank you for having us here. Thanks, Nadine. Maybe I'll start with you, not because of ladies first, but I'll just start with you because <laughs> you're sitting directly in front of me. How does just how does it feel to be part of a World Cup? Um, it always feels fantastic. Um, there's always the experience you get there. Um, being part of something so big um, is always amazing. And and what do you hope it does for the growth of the women's game, especially in the country? Um, I believe that playing in front of a crowd um, and having people seeing the women's teams will make them realize that there is women's rugby because I know there's a lot of people that doesn't know there's women's Mm. rugby um, because we don't get a lot of exposure. Um, Only recently the ladies' teams um, got more exposure, especially in the 15th side, playing more international games. Um, So I think when we get to play on world stages like this, um, people will recognize the the women's game as well. And at the moment here at home, how is the participation? Are the girls interested in playing women's rugby? Is there a lot of interest so far? Yes, there's definitely ladies that's interested in in playing rugby. Um, You could see it from the numbers growing Mm. um, in the Premier League for the 15th side. You can also see at universities where where they actually do a lot of scouting to get ladies on board. Um, And you can actually see a lot of ladies showing interest in in women's rugby. And, um, and, And for you, how did you start? I started when I went to the University of Pretoria in 2015. Um, So I got approached by the coach there. And then a month later, I was in the Tix Ladies team to go and play in France. Were you playing 15s or just straight to 7s? Only 7s. I started with 7s. You've only played 7s? I've played 15s Oh, you started with 7s I started with 7s, yes. And then last year in the November series in Europe, I made my debut against the French side. Oh yes, yes. I remember those matches. You played the England and the England also. Yes. England and the twenties and Wales also. Did Wales, you play Wales also? And yes. The Barbarians. The Barbarians. Team. Yes, I yes. remember that too. Shakes, Ukraine, bruh. No, no, we could. Firstly, how's that injury? Because you had to come back from Spain. I remember. You played yes. After the first first one in Malaga, ne? Yes, first match in Malaga against Scotland. Uh, almost at the end of the game. I think we had one minute left of the game. Unfortunately. Some other the opposition player fell right on top of my shoulder, which uh, hurt my AC joint. Uh, got a grade one 
tear on it, which was fortunate because I was on, I'm only out for six weeks. Um, now in week five, so it's been going well. This past five weeks have been all about rehabilitation, and now this uh, latter part of it is getting that fitness back. And hopefully by next week, I can join the team. You can join the team for for the next legs in April. Next leg is only the 9th of April, so that is that's good enough time to prepare for that and be back with the squad. Yes. Yeah, you can't afford to miss matches now. It's World Cup here. Eh? <laughs> yeah. No, I think the preparation for the World Cup and all the games will be crucial uh, leading up to the World Cup. And I mean, as somebody that has played in a World Cup before, um, how's that? How's that just that experience of playing in a Sevens World Cup? Look, as Nadine said, it's a massive honor to play at that level. Uh, it's 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 a once-off tournament which happens every four years, and uh, the standard and the, the 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 level that it's played at, uh, every nation wants to win the World Cup. So, it's it's a bit different to the to the World Series. I think mm-hmm. the approach and the mindset that goes into approaching that tournament is just different, which makes it a different challenge. So. It's an honor. It's a massive privilege, and it's it it does get a little bit more competitive compared to the World Series. And I would think it gets a bit more special when it's at home. Also, now this year, the Rugby World Cup. Absolutely. Sevens. I mean, it's always great to play in front of our home crowd, and I mean, they'll also be hungry. I haven't played in front of them since 2019, so to be back now and to be back at this level is something very massive and something very special. To be able to win it in front of them will be their cherry on on the top of the cake. Is there a bit of pressure or some a weight of expectation, especially after the, 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 the performances you've had in the World 7 Series? I think unbeaten in over 34, 35 or even more now. It's 34, 34 wins on the trot. So it's really been going well this season. I think we really started the season off well and the boys are really buying into the culture of the system and uh, the way we want to play. There's been new faces and debutants into the squad and they've committed themselves to to the culture and how we want to play, which is which has contributed immensely to the success of the team so far. And um, yeah, to be able to play in, in, in the World Cup after two years, um, now we'll be playing in front of our fans at home. I think uh, it's already massive to be able to play in front of them in, on a World Circuit uh, tournament in Cape Town. And now it's the World Cup, so you know how we are about uh, about rugby in South Africa. And I don't think it will be any different this time around. So we just need to uh, close those doors to all of that pressure and all of that media um, attention that's going to be on the tournament and and focus on the job. And just on the Cape Town 7s, we've seen how popular it's been over the years. It used to get packed, obviously, before COVID tickets would sell out. Also, people who just travel also just for the experience. I mean, what made Cape Town so... Okay, maybe for you, because you were the home team, it made it so special. But how do you describe the Cape Town 7s vibe? It's uh, it's indescribable. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere is so electric, and uh, we we notice when we run out there on that field, uh, we do go out and we sit down and we watch other other games. We sit in the stands, and it's not just the same when 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 we play. It's just an an, an extra bit of uh, energy that's flowing in the stadium, and the atmosphere is just unbelievable. The support is um, very much appreciated, and it's it's out of this world. It's just it's just something different, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing to play in front of in front of that that crowd. It gives you so much energy and. Um, just energy that you didn't have. I mean, on the sixth game or your final game of the day or the tournament, you you almost feel like you you depleted and burnt out. And and the support of of our of our, of our fans is just truly truly immense. 
Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you play three games a day. It's always back-to-back action in the sevens. For those just joining us, we are speaking to Sheikh Soyuzwapi and Nadine Ross. We're finding out more about the Rugby Sevens World Cup, which will be played in Cape Town later this year. I did mention at the top of the show that tickets will go available from the 28th of uh, Feb, and uh, they will be open for a week, right? So make sure you get in there before you miss out and you start asking us for free tickets. They will be open, so you can apply for tickets for the Cape for the Rugby World Cup Sevens. It's in September. Might sound far, but trust me, they snap up these tickets very quickly. You are welcome to send us your voice notes on 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107 if you have any questions or any comments for our guests here. Nadine, I'm going to go back to you because you mentioned that you started at Tux, right? Yes. Does it mean before that you were not playing rugby? Uh, no, I actually grew up on a farm. Um, Where? In Petersburg. Oh, so okay. this is my valley. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I was exposed on the farm with a lot of different sporting goes, like played cricket, played netball. Um, and I touched the rugby ball, was good in athletics, um, did hurdles and 400 meter. Oh, really? So yeah, I'm a sprinter. <laughs> so yeah, like the, the rugby background was there. Obviously grew up in a rugby home. So... Mm. Yeah, like I said, the background was there. And then when I obviously got the opportunity, um, I also didn't know there's women's rugby mm-hmm. until I've obviously got approached by the Tux ladies coach. Um, and then... Was it because you were a sprinter? Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they thought you could run with a ball. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily for them, I could run with a ball. Um, and obviously I had the skills developed at, at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And and just now, um, if if there's a mother or the young woman listening to us who have a child that wants or a little girl that wants to play rugby or that's playing rugby, would you advise them to take up the sport or what piece of advice would you give to them? Yes, I would definitely like my piece of advice to them would be like if you think you have the opportunity to go and play rugby and like check it out and see if it is for you, then definitely go for it. Um, it's an opportunity away and the like we like I said earlier, the women's game in South Africa is growing. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we want to leave the system in a better place for the younger generation. Um, that is our goal at the end of the day. And for those young ladies, when they start at the very young age, they you know you start developing your rugby skills, which is something you need at a very older age. Um, so yeah, my advice for them is like take the opportunity if it is there. Do they have women's rugby in schools now? No, there is not um, women's rugby in schools currently. Mm. It's only at the universities. Oh, and I then I know the YTCs. I'm not very familiar with the YTCs, but mm. I know they're there for, for the younger um, players. Um, but hopefully we will see r- women's rugby soon in schools. But there seems to be a lot of support though from SA Rugby. Would you agree? I mean, we're seeing that over the past few years now, women's rugby is in the news, whether it's 15s, you guys went to Europe last year at the end of the year tour, whether it's 7s, there's always just, there's always information available now and there seems to be a lot of support. Yes, I think the, the media management like try to get the ladies um, social handles on board mm. and like get it up to date because there was a lot of people asking like when are you playing yeah. where are you playing um, so they handled that quite nicely um, to also show the public where the ladies are playing when they are playing um, you know the the links that will be available to stream it if we don't play you know live or it's not broadcast by super sport or mm. SABC sport um, so yeah there's definitely change in it and we hope to see more change 
um, because I believe the the women also deserve the credit yeah. uh, for the hard work they put out on the field. Yes, and there was an announcement made today by SA Rugby that there'll actually be a first division also now uh, for the women and the Lions will join the Premier Division um, in rugby. So that's good to see because the Lions have been doing some great work with MasterCard also supporting them there. Okay, I believe we've got a couple of voice notes for our guests here. Sheikh Soyuzwap and Nadine Ross. We'll just take a quick break and we'll play them after this break. Okay, before we go to the voice notes, let me give you more information about the Rugby World Cup 7s in South Africa 2022. It's three days, 40 teams. Men and women there. 40 teams and there will be seven new teams. Brazil, Colombia, women will be there. Hong Kong and Korea also there having already qualified there to join the pre five pre-qualified women's team. So as I mentioned, tickets go on sale from Monday. That's the 28th. Is next Monday. Yes, that's next Monday, uh, 28th of February. Last day of the month. Is it the last day of the month or is there 29th of February this year? Oh, shakes. Are you sure? Yeah. 28, last day of the month. We'll take Sheikh's word for it. Okay, let's play a couple of voice notes. Hey, Tabiso. Good to hear at LNG. Good evening to your guest there. Uh, Sheikh's, my captain. I just want to find out where are Neil Powell and other selectors get you from? Because I think they, they have that pool of talented players i don't know where they get them maybe you can share the likes of you and then shake who's that david's like they even if the guys are going to the 15s they still have the the best sevens players good evening tabiso and to all the safm listeners this is tando kanye from Boucher park uh i'd like to comment about the springbok seven guys like to say uh, I'm proud of the boys. You boys have always put in on performance as far as uh, the Olympics and everything. And I'd like to wish you uh, the best of luck when it comes to the World Cup this year. I hope you represent and make us proud some more. You guys are very, very awesome. And uh, we're just proud of you as South African. You know, just keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay, great. Thanks for that, guys. Shakes, they want to know um where where do the selectors or the coaches find these guys because there's a good voice uh, voice note because when mm. you were injured another who came it was Selvin that came in for you sean williams sean williams came in for you and when another guy gets injured another guy just steps in and it continues like it's business as usual i mean what 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 would you attribute that to look i think the springbok sevens academy has always been a good platform for the boys to make that step up or to actually be developed to be ready to play on the world stage and uh, I think Marius Kuman and Sandilin Ngobo are doing a fantastic job with the youngsters there in the academy which we all have have been through you know that's the stepping stone for us to to be at this level that we are at and the great thing is that we all train together as a group which is so beneficial to us and for that transition when you do get that call up like a Sean Williams you're just ready to um, to step into the role because you've been practicing it you've been training it with a group and you're just ready to take over so I think uh, compliments to the Sevens acad- Academy coaches and management and the scouts they know where to look and I think uh, also compliment to the guys buying into the system that are part of the academy and part of the system Is that the academy in Stellenbosch? That's also in Stellenbosch. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. And then for you, I mean, you've played 15s. We know you're from Border, um, the Kings also in the Eastern Cape. How did you end up in Sevens Rugby? Uh, from school, I always knew I wanted to play Sevens. That's That was my first choice. But I never did you play Sevens? Were you at Dale? 
I played a couple of tournaments and oh. uh, actually did well in, in the sevens uh, level at Dale. Um, yeah, but I, I never got the opportunity to, to, to be selected for the sevens. So I got offers in 15s teams, which I took. Mm. And um, eventually I, I got the opportunity in 2015 to join the Springbok sevens. And you've never left? Never looked back. Why do you like it here? Look, it's we had a laugh about it earlier today. <laughs> uh, it's hard to leave this place, uh, such a special place. And as you say, like and as the listeners say as well, it's it's like um, when the boys get there and being part of it, it's like there's just something. Someone said today there's something in the water in Stellenbosch. But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just the culture. <laughs> must be red. <laughs> must be something red. <laughs> the culture of this team and just being part of, of of something so big, you know, and and building something and being part of creating something special and leaving a legacy. You know, it's it's just it's hard to to uh, look back or turn your back on, you know, and um, that's what's been keeping me here. And it's just a, a great system, a great culture to be part of. And it's not a culture that's on a wall or on a script, but it's, it's something that's lived out. Would you go back to 15s? I'm sure you get asked this frequently also. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I'd go back. I've had a couple of opportunities to, 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 to do it. But as I said, look, it's... It's tough to leave this place, and um, but I mean you have to you have to look at uh, your age. You have to look at other opportunities if they do arise. And uh, yeah, I think definitely it it, it is something uh, that's in my plans and something I'd love to do. Mm. And for you, Nadine, how do you find the balance playing fifteens and sevens? Well, I think when both goes like the both programs um, work together well. Mm. So um, I think it's easy to move from sevens to fifteens because in sevens you're exposed to your one-on-one skills mm. um, and that can contribute a lot in the fifteens game. Um, so I actually find the shift real easy. Um, there's just a lot of things in the fifteens that you need to adapt to. Mm. Um, but I'm someone that can adapt quickly. So I adapted quite quick in the fifteens side. Um, and took that opportunity. Okay, and then when the, somebody also wanted to know on social media, Nadine, that, um, oh, goodness, where is it now? Can you <laughs> can you make a career out of playing women's rugby, whether it's 15s or 7s? Is it, how f- is it professional? Is it semi-professional? Do you need to hold a job on the side? Um, yes, currently there is contracts in, in oh. the women's side. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's 19 contracts. But um, got, oh, got 19 contracted players. Oh. So there is an opportunity for you to make a career out of it. Um, obviously, the contracts started low. It's only recently like there's been a raise in the contract. So I think if you look over five years... Um, we the the ladies will earn much more than what what we earn now, and it goes in the end. What I said earlier is that we want to leave the system in a better place. So if we have to fight the hard fights now um, to leave it in a better place for the younger generation, then we'll do that. That's good to hear. And as a wrap up, let me remind you: tickets are from one hundred and fifty per day, and there are discounted tickets for family and scholars also, and packages as well as a party stand package is also available. You know what happens in the party stand there. We'll take one more voice note before we let our guests go. Yeah. Good evening. It's actually nice to have a team that goes to a tournament to compete. 
you know? Not just a bunch of players who just uh, going on holiday, you know, taking the first, the first flight back and end up watching the tournament on TV instead of representing us. That's if they are lucky to qualify. I mean, these guys uh, have been up there. I mean, have been up there. I mean, number one in the world in most in most times. Uh, big ups to them, man. Really, like I said in another interview, we are a rugby nation. You know, they really make us proud. Anonymous. Okay, guys, please let's leave Bafana Bafana out of this. We're talking rugby now, okay? And we're not talking cricket. Okay, we're going to talk cricket later with Eshel Prince. But, Shakes, there it is. I mean, you're expected to win now um, at home in the Rugby Sevens World Cup. What's the target? Obviously, the target is winning the trophy, but how do you see your chances? Um, look, I think the media, the social media, they everyone's saying that we're the favourites to win the World Cup. And, I mean, we are the favourites to win the World Cup with how things have been going the season so far. Uh, but we don't put that much pressure on ourselves and we, we don't want to do that. You know, We start the year off and we set the goal to achieve it, but we don't focus on it. We take it one game at a time and one tournament at a time. And Nadine, what will make a good tournament for the Bok Women's 7 side? Well, I think for us going to the World Cup, um, like we've placed 13th overall in... Um, 2018 so I believe we would really want to look at improving our position from 2018 um, we also didn't we had hard luck in 2018 in San Francisco mm. so hopefully this year will be a better year for us especially um, because the tournament is taking place on home soil um, but yeah also for for the women's side like we would want to implement our processes um, and for now take a tournament tournament and make it as a build-up to the uh, Rugby World Cup sevens. So what do you do between now and then? So currently we have um, in end of April the Africa Cup qualifiers for okay. Commonwealth Games. Um, then we have Commonwealth Games coming up and then no uh, dates are released yet for the qualifier series to get back onto the World Series uh, because we're not a core team on, on the World Seven Series mm -hmm as yet um so there's still that tournament tournaments that that's there for us also for preparation okay wonderful let's leave it there now you've got another commitment this evening it's been a long 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 day but that's what happens when you play for the national teams here in south africa but thank you nadine for joining us pleasure talking to you thanks shakes also for joining us glad to hear that the injury is going well and you're healing and you could be back uh, by next month so looking forward to that Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Let's take a break. We're going to speak to Coach Eshwal Prince talking pro tears and also he's back home after leaving uh, Bangladesh.